Well, good morning, everyone. Um, yeah, this is the Couch on Fire podcast, and this is Rob. What is up? Hope everyone's having a great and wonderful morning. Um, it is early for me, so I'm going to say morning. But if you're listening to this in the afternoon, happy afternoon, good evening, and good night. God, quote of the century, Truman Show. Love it. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> I'm by myself. I'm doing a little solo. Um, I know it's been a little inconsistent with the podcast. There's just a lot going on in the world, and you know that. You're an adult. If you listen to this podcast, you should know that there's just life is just crazy, isn't it? It is wild. I am telling you. Anyway, um, so what's going on in the world? Well, I wanted to hop on here and talk about Disney, <laughs> but uh, there's just some crazy shit happening down in the in the world. So Florida, um, not Florida, Florida, yeah, Florida's always crazy. Um, no, Australia's on fire. Um, so, you know, it's been going on for a while, actually, and I'm surprised, you know, I haven't said anything about it. I, you know, there's a couple things that my personal, there's three things that, well, maybe three, there there could be more, but there's three things I try my best not to talk about. And, um, and we're going to talk about them. (laughs) And I'll, well, I'll at least tell you why I try never to talk about these three things, especially on podcasts or even when I'm just hanging out with my buddies and just kind of, you know, taking a sip, you know, just hanging out, just drinking, just doing something. I don't really talk about these three items. It's kind of, it's kind of annoying and I'll, I'll explain to you why. But the first thing, let's just say, you know, let's talk about Australia. Sorry, I lost my train of thought, but I'm going to keep going. (laughs) Um, so Australia is on fire. There's bushfires. Now, Australia is huge. Um, when you, when you see these diagrams on social media and stuff, you're like, man, the whole country's on fire. It looks so small. Australia is huge. You can put Australia inside of the United States. Like it's, so there's fire on one side, which would be like California being on fire and the East Coast's not. So it's not like the whole country's on fire, but dude, they're losing a lot. And I mean, out of respect for anybody that's listening to this in Australia, if I had money to give, I would give it. But unfortunately, the way America works here, I don't have any money to give because I have to pay stupid nonsense bills. (laughs) God, it's that time of the year where coughing just comes into play every four seconds um but yeah so basically you know supposedly from what i'm reading um these bushfires started uh a while ago and it's continuing and they're losing a lot of land farmland homes um people are dying um but the biggest the biggest thing that's getting hit over there is the animals the animals are just dying um everyone's seen the koala bear that's burnt up everyone's seen you know the animals, the giraffes, and everything that's being hurt and stuff like that. And I don't really have to get too much into it, but it is kind of sad um, because that was human-made. It wasn't like a light, you know, like thunder and lightning came down and struck a bush, you know, a field and then caught on fire. Um, supposedly, they've t- the government of Australia has charged. 24 people at this time i believe it's 24 people with the starting this fire um most likely i didn't read too much into it but it seems like it was probably like a you know just a whole bunch of kids or not kids you know young men or girls just hanging out and 
partying and somehow a fire started because they were being obnoxious drunks. Um, been there. Can't really... I don't want to be a hypocrite, but yeah. And they started something and that's what happens. Um, Australia, you should have had Smokey the Bear growing up. I mean, you probably already had something like that. But yeah, I mean, we have those problems here. We have dumbass kids that like things on fire and um, yeah. But you're getting a lot of support. I hope um, people out there are helping you and I hope everyone's donating money and um, yeah. Don't see... I sound so awkward talking about this. This is one of the things I don't like talking about. I mean, we have problems here in the U.S. And I, I want to be grateful because Australia, you know, I've always wanted to go to Australia. I think Australia is, like, unique. It's different. And I, I've always wanted to travel there. There's so much things culture-wise I want to go there. And I feel sorry for them. But we have our own problems to worry about here in the United States. And I never talk about this because it pisses me off. But like, And it's going to make some people listening to this podcast upset. But this, this episode's not for the faint of heart. Um, but, you know, why do we help so many other countries and do everything else? I understand, we're, you know, we need allies. We need friends because we're, we're just Americans and we just need friends. Um but, like, we need to take care of our own shit. And we're just not taking care of our own shit, you know? Like, oh, there's just, I, I can just, the list this goes on. But you guys know that we just have a lot of problems here. We have homeless problems. We have poverty problems. We have, you know, educational problems. We have so many problems. But we're, we're trying to do so much for other people that we forget about our roots. Us. This is the country. We're supposed to be the one of the best countries out there. I wouldn't say the best because there's no fucking way. But one of the best countries, at least in the top 10. <laughs> like, But we're not even taking care of ourselves. We're not educating ourselves. You know, Everyone screams Switzerland, Switzerland because they're so neutral. It's because they worry about their own people. They help themselves out because if they can't, if they, if you. All right, so here's an analogy. When you're on an airplane, if you've never been on an airplane, when you're flying on an airplane, you know, they always say, if of an emergency, the air things will pop out of the sky and you put them on yourself, then you put them on your loved one. They want you to take care of yourself first because if you can't take, see, why is because if you put that on yourself and you can start breathing, then you have enough ability to help everyone else around you. But if you start helping people around you, you're going to pass out before you can help everyone. So it's one of those things where maybe you take care of yourself, then you can take care of everyone around you. So I am sorry for Australia. And if, like I said, if I had money, if we can do some donations and send it there, I would. But there's just a lot going on here in America that I think we should talk about, you know, just kind of fix. So I see that's my point of view. I am just one solo person. I have, you know, I'm sure Alex and everybody else that's been co-host on this show has a different point of view, but that's how I feel. Uh, I do have friends that live in Australia, and hopefully they're doing good. I haven't reached out to them, but I know they're still active on social media, so I know things are going okay. Um, let's see, what else? Okay, so another thing that I never like talking about, and you've probably heard me on many episodes bring it up, and I don't really have too much to talk about it today, so I'll just keep it in the middle, which is religion. I stay out of religion. Um, for those who don't know, I grew up in a a mixed house. My father's side of the family is Jehovah Witnesses. 
um, when I lived, I lived with my father when I was really young for a little bit. Um, I had a weird childhood. So before I lived with my grandparents, my grandparents pretty much raised me, who are Catholic, by the way. Um, I lived with my father for a little bit because my mom just decided to go AWOL. And um, my grandmother there, full-blown Jehovah's Witness. So I went to the Kingdom Hall. I went to meetings. I, I've read, you know, the Watchtower. I've read, you know, the Bible. And I went to a whole bunch of different things just to... Um, Sorry, I, I keep losing my train of thought. Anyway, yeah, I went to the whole meetings and stuff like that. And I definitely, you know, listened and bought into the idea of Jehovah's Witnesses. And then I moved into my grandparents. And then my grandfather, who's Catholic, grew up, you know, he's Italian, man. He from, you know, so he just grew up Catholic, believing into the strict Catholic life. He wasn't as strict when I was there. Um, but, you know, he made me understand the bible i watch a lot more religious movies and kind of understand that and it's very intriguing um so i don't talk about it too much because it's like uh, i don't go to church um i think the bible is a good story i just don't know i i'm i'm not naive when people tell stories so if i if i told you something and then you you liked the story you thought it was great you would tell your friend about the story but you would add a little bit more to it and then that person would tell someone else and they would add a little bit more to it too it's like that telephone game you played in elementary school so i feel like at one so the bible itself the christian the christian bible or whatever you want to call it even even like jehovah witnesses like i feel like they it starts out with a with a purpose and of true story, but it's so simple and so short that they want to make it more captivating. If you know what I'm saying, like they it's add a little bit more embellishment, a little bit more exaggerations to uh, these things. Yes, I'm pointing out some big words for me, um, <laughs> but yeah. So they do a little bit more than they probably should, and that's just how I feel. So that's why I never really talk about too much. Now, Old Testament style, I really like those stories. I think they're unique. I like the story of prophets. I like the story of things. So, you know, now I am also intrigued as I get older, I want to learn more about other religions. I want to learn to see how the how they parallel with the religions that I've learned, like the Jehovah Witnesses and the uh, Christianity. And, you know, I've I've always wanted to learn a little bit more about, you know, the Buddhism and, you know, Judaism and, you know, North mythology. Like, I really, I want to get these Bibles and I kind of just want to skim through them and get to the juicy parts and stuff because, I don't know, I just want to know about these other religions. I think you should learn about every religion that's out there and you need to find what's best for you. Um, I think everyone should have religion in their life. I will say that. You should believe in something. Um, either it's uh, a god, one man that um, created all, or it's multiple people. What's my dog doing? He's like walking around. Um, so you know, it's just that's just my opinion. See, these, these, you're gonna be hearing a lot of opinions today. I'm just in a ripe mood. <laughs> Um, so that's the second thing that I really don't like talking about too much because it butt heads. I mean, I have my own thoughts and things and, you know, I just really don't. And then obviously the third thing, the 
big one. People ask me all the time, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I'm like, uh, I stay out of it. Let me get closer to this microphone when I um, talk about this. So politics. Okay, so I know we have a lot of um, listeners out there that, you know, actually follow politics. And growing up, my grandfather followed politics and he told me that I should know more about politics. I should indulge at least enough as an American person, you know, when I become a homeowner, when I start, you know, paying taxes and stuff like that, I should know enough to be able to vote for the right person and to be able to, you know, someone that's going to affect me. Now, with that said, so the first time I voted, I believe it was in 2005. Um, was it? Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was very dumb, and I'm one of those people. And it's sad. I'm I'm gonna piss some people off. I know I am, but I voted for <laughs> I voted for Ralph Nader, um, which I don't think people will get mad about that. But a lot of real poli- politic people. I don't know what you would call them. Not politicians, but real, you know, real listeners out there that enjoy their Democrats, their left, and their rights. You know. Um, Yes, I threw away my vote. I voted for Ralph Nader. Um, I was dumb. I was 18. I didn't know what to do. I didn't really like, I didn't know too much about George Bush and didn't really, I don't even know who, Al Gore, I think he ran against at that time. Uh, I mean, I just didn't know too much about it and I was dumb. So then the next four years come and um, I vote for Ralph Nader again. (laughs) You know, I just, I'm at a point where I just didn't, I was never educated properly about politics. I feel like politics is a whole nother realm of education. Like you learn about how to survive in life. You learn, you learn algebra, you learn some old English, you learn religion, you learn things, a whole bunch of different things. But then politics comes on the play. And um, it's just, for me, it's not that it's hard and it's not that I don't want to dive into it. It just seems like it's a web of mess. Um, And as I get older, it's proven to me that it's a web of mess. Because, you you know, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, so as of right now, 2020, um, Donald Trump is our president. Um, I did not vote last, you know, presidency. I really wasn't a big fan of, you know, I am caught up in the social media aspect of things. I mean, Donald Trump's Donald Trump. He's He's an actor. He's a businessman. Um, but he never served his country in the military. He kind of got out of it and stuff like that. So, you know, I do think politicians should have served our country at least one point in time, or at least held a government position for a little bit. Um, and I wasn't a huge fan of Hillary Clinton. I, I really do believe, uh, you know, my grand. See, you're always influenced by the people that raised you. And my grandfather was a Democrat. And I say was a, I don't know what he is now. He doesn't vote anymore. I think he just he just wants the best for what's the world going to come to kind of thing. And But at the time, he really, I remember him talking about Bill Clinton constantly. And, you know, so it's like, okay, well, Hillary will be in there. Bill will be in there. But then I saw an interview with Bill, and he's pretty much like all-timers, man. I mean, he is just out of it. So it's like, okay, so now we really just have to have Hillary Clinton. And um, nothing against her. It's just, she seems very pushy. And, you know, see, I'm going to talk to you like how I would talk to someone about politics. I am ignorant. I don't know too much about it. I don't know the logistics of it. So I don't want you 
to drive yourself crazy. Now, if you're listening and you're driving in the car right now and you're like, wow, you know, I don't really know too much about, you don't have to know too much about politics. I will say though, I do agree from what I was raised on. You should know enough to vote. And I, I, I will say you should vote. I'm, I am definitely going to vote next time, uh, regardless of who's going to be running. I am trying to do my due diligence now um, as a 33-year-old turning 34 that I need to to make sure that um, I get the right person in there. Um, as the world becomes so, I don't know, right now we have this, uh, we have this bad thing going on right now. I'm not going to get into it too much, but, you know, there's this thing with Iran that's going on, and a lot of things are going on in social media about World War Three and things like that, and, um, you know, maybe, oh, wow, maybe if we did this, or maybe we did it, grass is always greener on the other side, I get it. You got some folks that agree what happened, and then some folks don't. Um, you know, you listen to the president, he speaks about how you really... You know, how our economy's better, how we're number one in energy, you know, how he's he's done so much in his three years as president, um, which is which is great. I think his personality is really fucking up, and I feel like that's going to be the death of him. And I think, you know, well, I know it's going to be the death of him. And so I think now learning a little bit more and retaining the information a lot better... Um, I know what to do in the next election, um, but if you're out there and you're listening and you're re- you know you're like me, you're not really into politics. Um, you know, you really need to do a little bit of due diligence. You have to understand, like, if you're gonna have kids and if you're gonna, you need to have a future for them. Um, I don't know what this world's gonna entail. I don't know if we're gonna go to war. I don't know if people are gonna get hurt. I don't know if we're all gonna have jobs in a couple months. But right as of right now, you just gotta you gotta figure it out. And um, and coming from someone that doesn't know politics, that stays out of it, who watches House of Cards and it's probably more confused than you can even imagine. <laughs> like, how is that possible? What he did? <laughs> it's a TV show, Rob. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and I feel bad. So when I'm on the podcast with Alex and he starts talking about politics, I kind of zone out. I'm not going to lie to you. I zone out because I just don't know enough. Ugh. And I'm probably already, for the people that like politics and listen to this, you're probably like, I fucking hate you, Rob. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't, you know. Um, <clears throat> I don't, you know, I'm going to say this right now. And you've heard me multiple times on this podcast. There's things I support about Trump. I do. He's done a lot. Um, I mean, personally, I look at it like this. Personally, I get more money at the end of the year because I have a special needs daughter and he gives more to the caretakers of special needs than um, any other president. So that's so in my eyes, that that's how it affects me, and that's what I like. Now, I should be looking at the big picture on like how it affects the whole thing of everything, like how it affects um, you know my daughter's future, and you know if he you know if he is doing things and that set her up, then maybe he's not the right president. So, but I don't. I live in the world today. I'm not, I worry about what's happening next week. I don't really worry about what's happening 20 years because I'll be overwhelmed and that would be a whole other topic that we would have to talk about. So, but there you go. I have, those are my three things that Rob Halt, me, that I don't really like to talk about and I just kind of talked about it. So hopefully you guys are still listening 
if you're still listening, that's awesome. You guys should like us, share us, and, uh, you know, say you love me. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, I just don't, I don't like talking about helping out other countries. I don't like talking about religion. And I don't like talking about politics. There's some other things I, I, you know, I don't really like talking about, but those are the main three things. The other ones are just kind of like, meh, whatever. They're stupid. No one really wants to hear about that anyway. Um, but yeah, so those are the three things that I don't like to talk about. Now, back, <laughs> we have a little bit more time. So I kind of wanted to, the one thing I wanted to talk about, um, dude, like I've been, uh, Disney plus, let's talk about Disney plus for a second. So. I did a podcast uh, a while back. It's on um, Our Mouse Overlord. Uh, one of my best friends, he started a podcast and I helped him, you know, with a couple episodes. And we talked about Disney Plus. And at that time, Disney Plus did not come out. Now, for those who don't know, Disney Plus is a streaming service like Netflix, but it's owned by the greatest company known to man. Oh, brother. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pull like a wrestling voice out. Um, Disney. So, you know, Long story short, we got Disney Plus. I actually got the package where it's Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN because they own all that anyway. Um, and it's it's cool. It's cool to know that I can just go in there and watch a lot of Disney movies that I kind of grew up with and kind of like. I'll be honest with you. I've only watched like five things on that damn network. I don't stream. I, I don't stream that that much. And I thought I would do it a little bit more, but... You know, it's it's fun to put Ratatouille on in the background or Hercules, the best uh, Disney movie. Um, you know, when I when I first came out, I started watching um, documentaries, which is pretty cool. I watched a documentary, Imagineering, um, good documentary, I recommend it. And then um, watched some Natural Geographic documentary with my wife. She likes that kind of stuff. Um, did uh, so the Mandalorian. Dove into that. That's pretty awesome. Um, you know. Uh, so th those are some cool things. But now, uh, Imagineering ended. I watched it all. And Mandalorian ended. And now I'm kind of left in like a, a limbo right now. Now, they just added some new things in the new year. <clears throat> now, there's a controversy going out right now. Disney Plus took away some old movies to make, you know. So, obviously, the platform can only be so big, folks. And I know people are getting upset because they're like, well, not all the Avenger movies are on there. And not all the Star Wars movies were on there. Well, I think now they are, but before they weren't. And you have to understand other companies like Netflix and, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. I mean, Disney knows everybody else. But so Netflix and Amazon Prime, they bought out, they, they bought contracts with these, um, with these Marvel shows and things like that. So they have to run their course and then they'll come on Disney+. Plus. Um, but... It's kind of it's kind of crazy. They deleted some movies recently, and it's because it's like their own movies. So I would understand if like if you're watching Netflix and you're like, oh, where, where's Friends at? I, I want to watch Friends. Oh well, NBC owns Friends, and they just decided, oh, I'm gonna take it off. So I can I can understand that. But Disney owns Disney, so it's like, why the fuck are they taking off? And they have enough money to figure out how to. You know, put more things in the cloud so they can, you know, people can watch them in their homes. So it is a little weird. Um, but I think, like, the first push of Disney Plus is great, but I feel like it's definitely dying down. Now, I will say this. It's wonderful for my daughter. She loves it. The amount of shows that are on there for kids is crazy. And I I, I thank you, Disney Plus, <laughs> because my daughter is improving 
um, by just, you know, it's hard to explain, but she can never really use, she can use the tablet, but she would have to hand it to us for us to put the show on every time or on TV. But now she does it all herself because she just does it constantly and now she figured it out. And it's probably because of Disney Plus because it's so user friendly. But, um, but Disney, I mean, I just know, I don't know. I mean, if you're at home, if you're listening to this and you just tell me, like, uh, reach out to me. I mean, like, do you guys use Disney Plus as much as you did when it first came out? Um, it's cool to look at old shows. Like, they just recently put, like, um, some, like, you know, cool runnings and some shows that I liked when I was young. I love 90s Disney movies. Not the cartoons, the movies. It was pretty fun, you know. Uh, was the Mighty Ducks Disney? Probably was. If not, Disney probably owns that company it was. <laughs> but no, like, good movies, like, you know, cool runnings and, like, heavyweights and things like that. Like, I really, um, it's fun to watch them again. But I don't know. I just feel like their selection is not as big as I want them to be. Now, I know this is a brand new service, and our our expectations are so high because of Netflix and Amazon Prime that, um, you know, I, I, I see it. I get it. And Disney's probably like, meh, we have Hulu, so Hulu, so you know, well, it is what it is. And I know eventually when the more of the Marvel shows come out and more of the independent shows that they're filming for Disney Plus, um, it's definitely gonna drive people back into it. But uh yeah, I mean I find myself still watching Netflix. Um, they were putting movies on there that is great. And um yeah, I mean I will say out of that whole bundle, I watch ESPN Plus like it's my job. <laughs> I mean, I, I like live sports. I like all this kind of cool stuff. So, I don't know. I just feel like um, it's definitely, I don't know. The wave has kind of crashed. Now, I'm still out there. Eh, I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, Disney does figure it out, and they will make it run. Um, fun fact about Disney, real quick, side note, before we end this. Um, I kind of wanted to dive into this DC. Uh, so, me and my wife are watching TV. Uh, well, we don't have cable, so we're just watching. I think like uh, Gordon Ramsay or something on um, Fox, and uh, which Disney owns now. Um, and one of the commercials were for Birds of Prey, and she's like, "Wow, what's that?" And I'm like, oh, "It looks really good." And I'm told, just told her it's DC Comics. It's mostly all the 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 women, you know, antagonists in the comics. They're all together, and they're got. It's kind of like a Suicide Squad, but just the the women. And uh, she's like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Um, DC, you know, I've I've been on the record multiple times, you know. I feel like Marvel did something. DC didn't know how to catch up, so they just rushed things and ruined a lot of things. But I think now DC's taken a step back and, you know, Wonder Woman set the tone. Um, Shazam came out. Aquaman came out. I mean, these movies did well. And, you know, obviously sequels were coming into play. Um, Joker obviously just dominated. I, I feel like... That's their thing. That's what they need to do. They now they don't need to worry about big grand movies where everyone's in it. They just need to focus on little things. Um, so I'm I'm hoping because growing up more of a DC fan than a Marvel fan. Um, don't get me wrong, X Men was always number one for me. But I'm really hoping that this is the time where Warner Brothers is really gonna kind of say, okay, DC, okay, uh, you know, Marvel and Disney. Let us do our thing. Um, I think my prediction, I'm just going to say this right now, because I, I know this podcast is kind of all over the place, but my prediction is James Gunn, you know, 
the way DC, uh, the way that Disney treated him, he was a little upset. So he went over to DC. He's making Suicide Squad right now. I think that movie was going to be great. I think it's going to do really well. I hope it does really well. Now he's he, and then he's going to go back and film Guardians of the Galaxy, but then that's the end of his contract. I think he's going to see the potential that he could pretty much be the man in the DC world, and he would come back to DC. Now the dream. Here's the dream. Ready? The dream is. I am a Green Lantern fan. I love the Lantern Corb. I, I love it all, the core. Um, he would come back and do a universe like, oh man, he would just blow it out of the water. God damn it. I have dreams and I'm hoping it's good. Because Gordon's Galaxy is obviously good. But I don't know. Maybe it won't work. Maybe, uh, you know, Suicide Squad will work because it's kind of like Gardens of the Galaxy. It's a weird bunch of people, freaks together, and I can see that working. But maybe that's what he—that's his thing. Maybe that's what he does good, and maybe other things won't work. I don't know. But maybe he goes over there and he becomes godlike, and other directors that were in the Marvel universe will slowly go over there. Josh Whedon's already going over there. I mean, maybe Takawatiki eventually will be going over there. I mean, you know, I mean, John Favreau will never leave Disney. I mean, he is on that Disney train. <laughs> so I don't know. But thank you guys for listening. Um. We're hitting that 30-minute mark for a solo episode, so I hope you guys enjoy this one. Uh, yeah, just wanted to kind of get out there and talk about those three things that I just never talk about. And I uh, hope you guys understand why. And um, you made it this far. That's awesome. Thank you for your support and love. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep uh, keep it going. There's a lot of things in my personal life that um, I'm fixing right now. I say fixing because there's some things I'm unhappy with. And when you're unhappy with stuff, you want to make it good. And uh, maybe in another episode, I can um, vent about that crap because we all we all have situations in life that we just want to forget about. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that changes, so I can get some more of these podcasts out. Um, I haven't reached out to any guests, uh, any co-host that I had in the past. Um, trying to do some things, so we'll see. Uh, well, I have visions of things, but am I actually taking that step? Not really, but. We'll see. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to lean forward so my voice sounds a little awkward. And good night. If you guys love and like what you just heard, please like and share us. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter page, all at Couch on Fire Podcast. Um, we couldn't do this without you guys' support, and we want to continue doing this because we do love and cherish everything we say and everything we do. And uh, thank you guys for everything, and I will see you next episode.